0: welcome to the circle sessions featuring the circle of experts the circle of experts are yasmin robles from robles designs tanisha english amamu of tje communications and don the idea guy I'm Brett Johnson from Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. Each week, one of the Circle of Experts joins me to talk about some critical aspects of growing your podcast. We'll focus on marketing, social media, monetization, and website design with the idea of implementing all of these together. This week, Don is here with the Circle of Experts. He possesses creative powers beyond those of mere mortals. Don the Idea Guy rescues those in need of innovative ideas through his brainstorming sessions at five buck brainstorms don thanks for joining me today oh it's a pleasure to be back how are you sir doing really good and i like the lineup of of stories we're going to be talking about in this episode because it's wide ranging i i love it when we can talk on different subjects uh sometimes it's nice to pull a thread through a lot of them but sometimes it's nice just like hey this one's over here this one's over here and this one's over here
1: well (laughs) you know (laughs) it's towards the end of the year so i am uh I was a little kinder with my selection. I usually try and pick (laughs) one that we're going to be on opposite sides of just to stir things up. And I think going through these so far, we've been right in alignment as we, as we pre-gamed a little bit,
0: a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and your first one, that we want to talk about is this uh, uh, some research that was done recently, some data showing that uh, weekly podcast listeners uh, what they like and what they don't like in regards to the, not the, the right number of ads in the podcast. And you know what? It's amazing that we're actually, uh, the listeners are acceptance of this, in acceptance of this. There's a time when nobody wanted ads in podcasts.
1: Right. The the right number of ads is none. The, exactly. <laughs> and na- And now we're talking upwards of four. So what's your theory on that? Because I
0: definitely have a theory on oh why. Oh my gosh! You know, um, I'm not a lover of this. Now,
1: it all you know. So, what the, is your theory on why listener perception has changed?
0: I because it's just been there a long time, and and where podcast listeners are accepting of it. I think podcast listeners are becoming a, a smarter and understanding that if they want their favorite podcast to remain in existence. The podcast host has explained enough. That's like to keep this going. I have to accept ads. There is a cost measure in doing podcasting, and this is the one way that I have found that's going to be efficient for me to make money and to keep this podcast going. I think they've heard that enough over the past couple of years that it's starting to make sense to them.
1: I, I think you know, that might be it. I'll give you a, a maybe a little bit on mm-hmm. that. I think in general, nobody wants to listen to ads. No, no, and what happened is they had all these podcasts out there with no ads in them and they loved it. And then it went from no ads to maybe a recommendation by the host, which doesn't feel like an ad, which Mm -hmm. is a smart way to do it. Yeah. And then it was just egregiously abused. And there were 10 ads in a 10 minute show and people went, Oh my God, this is horrible. And then they get sent a a survey on how many ads is acceptable. Like, well, as long as it's not 10, like I'll, I'll take two, <laughs> I'll, I'll take two ads. I'll take three ads. Yeah. But yeah. they're, they're getting bad. And, mm-hmm. and the more, it's a reality that marketers ruin everything. So yes. as soon as you get marketing people and advertising people involved in any sort of media, let's shove some more ads in there. <laughs> and as you see a rise in these popular solo and individual podcasts that are being picked up by networks a great example hubspot network hubspot's a great brand their hubspot network shoves and like you got a pre-roll and then you got three ads back to back in the middle of it and then you got a post roll that you know nobody's going to listen to unless you can't get to the skip button in time while you're listening mm-hmm. in the car but it's bad it's painful one of my favorite podcasts is join the hubcat hubspot podcast network and I hate I hate the ads now. It used to be they would do one ad promoting somebody who literally supported the show one to one, and I would listen to it or at least I wouldn't skip it. I'd just let it play. I would drown it out. I you know you add uh, mm-hmm. blindness like everybody, but now I just I skip it. And there's there's a setting in my podcast player, Pocket Cast I think um, that. I can tell, yeah, Pocket Cast Player, okay. uh, where I can tell it to start a show a certain number of seconds in, mm. and they have a 30-second ad. at the be- This is a different show. I think it's mm. Daily Brew or something. Mm-hmm. They've got a 30-second ad right at the beginning of every episode, and I just tell it to start 30 seconds in, and I miss yeah. it entirely. And so the, the listeners you know, are going to find a way around it.
0: And I, and I think to your point of saying, hey, I'm okay with 10 minutes. As long as it doesn't do 10 minutes, because they know they can hit their skip button. They can uh, make the skip button skip 30 seconds at a time. You you can, most players, you can control it. So, you know, if it's a five or a three minutes uh, commercial set, you hit the thing five times and you're yep. almost through it. I, I think that's why a piece of it is more, more accepting of it as well. So, but you know what? There's a yin and a yang to all this. Sure. So, therefore, I think that's why ads have become better. I, I, I'm hearing better ads, especially on the higher end quality shows. Like let's, let's put it to, like Smartless. Smartless has a lot of ads in it. They have a but, lot of ads, but they're not bad. They're done very well. They're smart. They're educational yeah, to a certain degree.
1: But how many good ads can you stand to listen to in a row? Cause they run, they're another show that runs all their ads in a row.
0: Right. Why and are you, by you the running same, all your
1: ads in a row?
0: Right. By the same co-host as well
1: sometimes I, I, it, they'll sometimes they'll switch i did yeah it's a great show i listen to that show right. all the time too right. and sometimes they will shake up the host you've got three hosts mm-hmm. you've got three ads they should definitely have yes. a rotation of the host not all three done by one of the guys that, right uh, and, and i don't painful. and, and when we you're don't skipping, know how do you know which ad you're on
0: right and you don't know where the money flow is like who is actually being paid to do the spot yeah. And who wants to do the spot or the advertiser saying i want this one of the co hosts to do my ad well then you may have three ads together <laughs> if, yeah but still why
1: not Oh i man. know, I know. And, and that's a good example of a podcast to use too because it's a longer podcast they're mm-hmm. all their episodes are at least an hour yeah so you could easily put one ad in there after their intro because their intro is always fun mm-hmm. they do their back and forth their banter do the ad right before you introduce the guest. You gave the clues. I think I knew who it is. All right. We're going to reveal it right after this and play bingo. one ad. Yeah. Play one ad. Yes. And yeah. then you've got the normal break where they have in the middle of the show, do one more ad mm-hmm. or yep. even if you felt the need play two of the ads there, but stop playing three there. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah, and I am going to skip them every time, even though I love those guys and think they're brilliant. I, how many times are you going to subject me to an ad? Right. Um, so, I I think the whole beginning, I won't even call it a pre-roll. Don't do a pre-roll because I'll use my app to skip you, but do a cool intro. You know, the great example I give for this James Bond movies, when you watch a James Bond movie, there's an opening sequence that is a little movie within a movie it's a cool intro it, james is on an adventure yeah. and then he makes his getaway and ends up on a parachuting off of a mountain and lands on the back of a yacht with a beautiful bond girl and <laughs> then they go into the theme then it's the theme song yeah do that with your show start out with a great hook get into the show do a little feature then give me an ad
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah give me
1: some show then give me another ad yeah. Well, and
0: smartless kind of does that. If you think about it, the banter is its own life.
1: It is. It, it truly that's why, is. That's why I'm using it as the example. Yeah. Cause then really they, they have their banter. Mm-hmm. What'd you do last week? They make fun of everybody. <laughs> exactly. Then they start giving the clues to who their guest is going to be. Mm-hmm. And right before they do the reveal, they should run an ad. We're yeah. going to re- we'll be right back.
0: Exactly. Even though everybody knows who it is, because it's in the title of the episode, but it's still funny. It's still funny. it's still funny. They do a really good job of it because you're playing right along with it. But I, I, I think because the they, other two guys don't know who it is, they don't exactly. At least you, the they assumption. Don't know. I don't they think don't they know. do. They nope. if they
1: do. They certainly play it well
0: because they uh, love I, getting I they each do.
1: other on that. Because they'll they'll throw out some false clues to try and get yeah. the person to bite onto another name. Yeah. 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 So, but I think. Um, yeah, well, I,
0: you know, I think the research went even deeper in regards to what ads are acceptable. Well, so the question was, please indicate how interested you would be in hearing a certain type of ad. And, and the one that um, shows up really well in that you do hear often is ads that communicate features, benefits, of products and services. Well, again, that fits the medium so right. uh, basically uh, you, you would be interested in it if it's about middle of the five questions asked and what they do here it's happening so that's a good thing and and uh as well as you know podcasts that are funny and are entertaining if you keep those three mixtures together funny interesting and features and benefits you may have a, a good ad and maybe it doesn't have to be 60 seconds long i know there are no rules and regulations and and that sort of thing but does an ad have to be 60 because in a podcast yeah. 60 feels like 90.
1: well the marketers the marketers uh. haven't gotten haven't gotten onto this yet but the perfect length of a podcast ad is 40 seconds i think it is too
0: i think 40 right.
1: or 45 seconds yeah. because when i hear the ad i skip it's going to skip ahead 30 seconds mm-hmm. by default and then you've got me hooked for five to ten more seconds where give me Give me the hook, give me the hook and give me the call to action in that five to 10 seconds, because I'm not going to skip again, because then I got to back up and find where Mm it left off. (laughs) So the perfect length of a podcast ad is 40 to 45 seconds, right? Right in 44 to 45 seconds. Because That's just the way it is. And you use the opposite advertising copy strategy that you use for, youtube pre-roll ads because in a youtube pre-roll ad you want to get your message and your call to action across in the first three mm-hmm. to five seconds right. before the skip button comes on yeah. so if you can get me a great call to action uh, and um, who's the save you can save insurance in 15 minutes geico okay oh, geico. Geico does the best youtube ads mm-hmm. because some, they're so good you might even watch the whole ad but you get everything you need the, you get the joke, you get the payoff, you get the call to action in the first five seconds. Right. In a podcast ad, you want to reverse that. You want to have that information in the last five seconds because everybody's going to skip. Everybody, and if they don't, then great. You have a have a good ad and then end with a great call to action. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, that's the podcast advertising strategy more people should be using.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. So again, it comes down to Preference, you got to stay in contact with your audience and kind of look at the look at the analytics. Are people dropping off? Are you getting feedback about too many? You know, the ads are bad if they're you know too long. Uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of nuances to it. I personally think there's much easier ways to make money on a podcast. We've talked about numerous ideas on how to to make money.
1: Right. Well, they're talking about the size. I mean, if you've got yeah. the size, where you can get those big. Yeah. National ads, and you're going to take advantage of the the listener, yeah. the download, and the impressions you get. Good for you that you built yeah. an audience that big. Um, you, you mentioned the type of ads that are popular and the the services mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. I still think those are the ads that are at scale because all the big ones, you know, all the, the accounting software and the SaaS products, mm-hmm. and those are the same ads on every podcast. It doesn't matter which podcast you're listening to. Yeah, but yeah. if I'm listening to a writer's Podcast um, coming off of Nano the National Novel Writing Month. I was listening to a writer's podcast, and it's not a huge podcast. It's a good podcast. I think it is a popular podcast. I don't think they're getting the numbers that you would need for a big national advertiser. So they're doing ads that I think should be would be even more popular if podcasts were to do this. And this is the in context ads. So when I'm listening to their podcast, I will hear an ad about a writing tool you know, writing software, or I'll hear an ad about a book that's from an independent author. So if I'm listening to that podcast, I'm an independent writer and an author myself, or I'm interested in writing that kind of stuff is in context with context with my interests, rather than just saying, Oh, a services ad would be of interest. Hell no. When I'm listening to, if I, when I'm listening to, um, uh, um, Oh God, we were just talking about it with the three hosts. Oh, smartless. If I'm listening to the Smart List, I want to hear ads for the different projects those three idiots are involved in. Like I yeah. want to hear a movie preview for the next movie that they're in, mm-hmm. or I want to hear the TV show that they're going to be in, or uh, I want to hear stuff in context. The next mm-hmm. comedy club tour they're going to be at, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff fits in context and it's still an ad.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I am judging some podcasts for. Um, I, I, I can't name the entity because I, I'm in a cease and desist right now because of the, the judging <laughs> is going on. But it opens my. It offers the opportunity for me to listen to podcasts I would never listen to, and, the, and and I chose where I was given the business category. And there's one podcast I can't think of the name, but it's um, legal marketing for um, lawyers. So all they talk about is very gotcha. niche marketing mm-hmm. advice and such. And I'm hearing ads that are very specific to lawyers. That's awesome. And market and, and so, and, But you know what? They don't fit the entertaining. They don't fit the funny. They fit the benefits. It's contextual. Stuff. It's, it's exactly. Very, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's perfect for that. And I bet they're making good money on it because so, how many legal marketing podcasts are there? Maybe a handful. I, mean, I don't the know. Rules. The response rate has to be great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As well as, you know, whether it's their downloads are big or not they know exactly who their audience is.
1: Well, it's, you know, if, as a friend of ours has said uh, before, it, you don't need 5 million impressions if no. you can get 5 of the right ones. Right. Because a lot of people are buying 5 million impressions because they're going to get 5 conversions. Mm-hmm. But if you have the right ad to a small audience and it's the right ad, you might get 5 conversions with 5 listeners. Right. I right. mean, if you're a lawyer listening to that lawyer, how to market as a lawyer podcast, mm-hmm. and you hear an ad for a social media tool that's so easy a lawyer can use it. It's going to get your attention. It might make you chuckle. You might check it out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Moving on to Spotify Premium. Uh, th- their subscribers in the uh, U.S. can now enjoy 15 hours of free audiobook content each month with best-selling titles making up 70% of the catalog. That's really interesting. So you you're a big audiobook listener. What do you think about this?
1: I think this is great, okay. uh, great news, great evolution of what they were trying to do. As some folks might know, Spotify rolled out audiobooks for sale on their platform, and kind of ran into a tr- ran into trouble with uh, the uh, the mobile payment systems through Apple and uh, and Android because they take such a big cut of the payment when you when you make a payment on on the apps that they had this workaround where you had to go to Spotify on your desktop or mobile browser, buy the piece in there, uh, buy the book you wanted in there. And then you had to go back to the app and listen inside the app because they did not want to share that revenue. And I get why they didn't want to. It's a, it's a huge amount of money that they're taking. I think it's uh, they're actually being sued. I think they lost a lawsuit in, england or europe someplace yeah about so that uh, that very issue um for a, a web app a game developer but for spotify to realize they had those pains and they knew it was bad and the the agreements in the on the mobile platforms were such that they couldn't even say we're doing this because of this problem they they weren't allowed they weren't even allowed to say like click here to go to our, our portal to buy it. it it was so bad so when they're having those pains, and people are like, "Wow, I'm, I'm not sure I would." There was certainly no price benefit. The the titles are very expensive; they're your full full retail. Um, and this came out of left field, where they went, "All right, well, if you're a paid premium user already, no matter which uh, which uh, which level you're you're paying at, mm-hmm. you get free audiobooks." and 15 hours is a long time in an audiobook. That's like three that's,
0: books. That's true.
1: Most are five hours.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and what a great opportunity to sample a couple of books. And it's not every book in there. Uh, catalog is available. Only certain ones are available for streaming. And they've done a really good job of breaking down the audiobook into nice bite-sized chapters where it may only be 5, 10, or 15 minutes. So it makes it easy to listen to almost like a track on on an album you might be listening to on Spotify. Mm. Relatively easy to jump in and out. um, A little bit harder if you stop listening in the middle of a chapter. Mm. But it's strong. I've been listening to it for a few weeks now. I do enjoy it. Um, I still mostly use Spotify for music. It never caught on with me as a podcast platform, but audiobooks, I could see this working, especially if you give it to me as a benefit as a paying user. Uh, I've been a longtime Audible member. I was a member of Audible before Amazon bought it. The integration here between Spotify music and Spotify audio is stronger than Amazon's. Amazon Mm -hmm. books and music, is still separate from Amazon Audible books because every time I want to click to buy an Audible book, it opens up Audible, Audible's platform, even mm-hmm. though I use my Amazon login. Um, but I have built up such a library. I've got such a bookshelf there of Audible books. I don't think Spotify is going to convince me to be 100% convert, but making it available for 15 hours a month. Certainly got me to test it out.
0: Right. It certainly has the opportunity to bring new ear earballs, <laughs> let's put it, <laughs> to, to Spotify, um, which can benefit podcasters. But at the same time, if they're listening to an audio, we only have X amount of hours to do what we want to do for entertainment per day. So you could argue, I guess, that, hey, if you're a book listener, your audio book listener, you're an audio book listener, whatever platform you are. But if they're on Spotify already listening to a, to a, a podcast, which is audio storytelling, it, it can be. Uh, at least Spotify is somewhat training the listener now to think of them more than just music. I, I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see um, where this goes because I still, think, I still see the research showing that if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, you're really only listening to one or two. Oh, really? Because, because Spotify, in your mind, is a music platform. I had so, heard that,
1: spec. that that's yeah. definitely interesting. I had so, not heard that data, yeah. So
0: the podcasters I work with, when they have them on Spotify, it's really great analytics. I'm telling you, it's, it's strong stuff that you can really, really see inside who's listening to you. Um, but it's still, you know, second compared to Apple by a margin, by a large yep. margin. So I don't know whether that creeps up things or not i um you know obviously we can't rely on one platform or a multitude of platforms you got to be everywhere if you're a podcaster same thing if you're a you know an audiobook you got to be as in many places as possible audiobook uh, creators and, and and authors are probably loving this it's another touch oh, point
1: well i it's going to depend on the data spotify ends up sharing about yeah conversion so if i'm a if i'm an author and i have an audiobook and I learned that Spotify is playing it for free. How do I get paid for that? You mm-hmm. know, first of all, how do I get paid? Um, Amazon has figured it out on the Kindle because they have the Kindle Unlimited and the authors get paid based on how far a reader progresses into the book. So is Audible's audiobook royalties similar to that? How much the book they listen to is how much an author gets? Um, you know, I, I wonder how that works. And then yeah. if I find out as an author that doing the sample there equates to a, a purchase, like, Oh yeah, I find that one out of every 50 freemium users, freemium listeners end up actually buying the book. Okay. Well now I'll promote it. Yeah, absolutely. Listen to it for free on Spotify. And now I'm sending people to Spotify to listen to yeah. it. Well,
0: I would argue that Spotify has already opened the door that, Podcasters put their content up there for free and get no money back. Yeah, an author
1: not going to do that. They, not
0: not most authors. Most right. authors they do that, but they are already correct. The, on you know, Spotify, you, on Spotify, you're not paying for that book, correct? When you listen well, to it,
1: I'm a premium user, so I'm paying for access to the platform right. i'm curious if i listen to a song on spotify the artist gets paid the musician right. the band so if i'm listening to an audiobook my expectation is the author is getting something if i read a free yeah. book on on kindle and Unli- a free book on kindle yeah. unlimited i'm a subscriber to kindle unlimited right. so part of my payment and i know from other authors who have books on unlimited they get paid on a sliding scale of how many pages get read in mm. the book so my my theory is Spotify has to be working under the same operation, or we'd be hearing a lot more headlines about authors complaining that they're not paid for their free books that are available on Spotify.
0: And that's true. I've not heard that. I, that that's what comes to mind. It, are they? Um, because of, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and, and maybe that just hasn't come to a head yet. It, it, they've, now, they've started this when? Back in November, was it that they started the- It's been a
1: couple of months. A couple of months.
0: Okay. I mean, the books
1: have been on there for longer, okay, but the free availability of the books has been much less. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's interesting how podcasters have just taken it everywhere they are. They never get paid for their content, <laughs> and they. But again, I don't they think
1: don't. that's true. <laughs>
0: well, but like who?
1: Like who's not getting paid?
0: anybody that has their podcast on Spotify—that's well, not a podcast. Podcasters, right, right? That's not a Spotify that's original. Hundred percent
1: true. Yeah, you know
0: they get they get screwed in the end. Though again, we don't have a collective yeah, lawyer. It's like scheme. a blogger. It, I know,
1: a podcast is. is an audio blog. Exactly. And bloggers it aren't is. getting paid where that gets shown either, unless you put it behind a paywall. Yeah. And the, you could do the exact same thing with your podcast. You can put mm-hmm. that behind a paywall. But you can. It, if you're out there to build an audience and convert mm-hmm. them to buy some other services that you're doing, if you're using it as a sales call, yeah. um, that's the idea. But these authors, you know, the Stephen King's and, mm-hmm. and George R. R. Martin's they have an audience you got to pay them
0: <laughs> right and they're represented well and i guess yeah. that's my point that we don't really have great representation in this world yet i am not i don't know anything i don't i don't have any tea leaves to read we're not unionized quote unquote uh to, to make this work but again it comes back to that okay if you do want to monetize what you're creating here you've got to go a different direction and, and podcasting is never it was never designed as an advertising medium anyway it, 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 it's, it's very existence of, of anonymity makes it a poor advertising medium. <laughs> you know, any analytics that you get with your mm. podcast, you don't know who's listening. Um, for the most part, you don't know how long they've listened to unless they listen to a specific <laughs> player like Apple, or they use uh, the player embed code that's given to you on your hosting platform. Then you can judge it, but that's, that's not holistic.
1: Everything is anonymized, yeah. But that's that's the entire advertising industry. That was how the advertising industry was built. Yeah, radio, original radio broadcasters couldn't tell you anything about their audience, they can they barely couldn't. tell you anything about it now. TV, they can tell you anything about the newspapers, they need to tell you anything about it. So, I don't, I don't know. I think that podcasting is built for advertising, this oh, really. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. If you're going to get paid for it, I, there's different strategies, right? Yeah. So well, why I, I, are you building it? What do you want out of it is the first thing you should ask before you start correct. any project. Correct. And and, and
0: and what I'm meaning is true marketing, know who is listening and, and that sort of thing. Obviously, that's valuable information, but you're right. Radio stations don't really know other than research they do. Um. Or to, the to, fake.
1: Or the fake. Stats, they think they- the stats. Yeah. <laughs>
0: or you, you, you put, quali- put qualitative in any fashion that you want to make it, make yeah. it look good. Oh, for, oh, we played those games. You know, we, both you and I have, uh, you, you never show something that <laughs> you, you don't look good in. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and,
1: and look yeah. at the resurgence of programmatic now. Yeah, because of the because of the problem with uh, the third party data, mm-hmm. a lot of things programmatic. Now they can still give you general terms about how many people are listening, but in the early days, of newspapers, and radio, and TV, they can that was all made up. That was yeah. estimates of a guess. They didn't know any of that. Yeah, it's gotten better, mm-hmm. but same thing with the podcast. I mean, at least you can point to a podcast or your blog and say, "I got X amount of people." Yeah that were that came to it mm-hmm. and if you can survey your audience you can find out some general information about hey you're listening to my podcast what kind of books do you read oh well 80 percent of the people who replied to my survey like mystery books mm-hmm. so that's great you yeah. brought up a, an excellent example of you wondered about the data spotify was getting about its listeners being able to pair the type of music Uh, one of their members listen to with the types of books they listen to. I thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. I would be intrigued to know, okay, if you're a mystery listener, what type of music do you like? Yeah. Yeah. What's the DNA in that? I, uh, overall, I I think that would be really interesting. I want to see
1: that on next year's Spotify wrapped report. Like you listen to the beastie boys and you love, uh, the flowers in the attics novel. (laughs) (laughs) like i want this
0: bizarre disparity oh big time exactly and then go off on like how in the world does this happen it's like hey we all have our feminine side you know i mean whatever
1: the case may yeah you listen to black flag and other punk rock artists (laughs) and enjoyed 40 hours of nicholas sparks novels
0: (laughs) right 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 I, I, it would be so fascinating, so fascinating to to, to see that. And, and you know it's in the works. It's got to be because they love cross-pollinating. Oh, so. It's all there. Why wouldn't you connect yeah. some dots? Connect I, some I, dots. I yeah. will love seeing my friends post their wrapped. Yeah. Well, their and then you start to see these authors do rock stadium tours because they know yeah. that um,
1: your opening they, act is going to be a reading exactly <laughs> oh my gosh or so fun. or you could have bands open for the author tours the author's going around to bookstores and you're there gonna you have some go. yeah yeah uh, oh i don't gosh. know if you heard me clicking away on my keyboard over the audio or not but yeah. i did look up about authors getting paid for their audiobooks okay. on spotify okay and the response was according to the authors according to AuthorsGuild.org. Uh, Spotify negotiates different deals with each publisher, of course, and authors are paid based on either the percentage the percentage of a book. Let me try it again. Different deals with publishers and authors, and they're paid based on either the percentage of a book a user listens to or how many hours they listen to a book. So according to mm. AuthorsGuild.org, the payment's triggered when a user listens to about 10 to 20% of the book. Mm. However, some authors uh, – Will generally only get paid if person listens to their entire book, and uh-huh. um, that has a lot to do with the audiobook services or the authors deal with the publishers. Um, according to goodereader.com dot authors claim they're being deprived of their claim to royalty for the fifteen hours of audiobook listening that users are entitled to each month. So maybe there's a top fifteen hours that are part of the free paid. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I would imagine that that's going to change, um, because the authors need to get paid. That's you're oh, using their content, yeah, they get paid by writing the book and selling the book. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to pay them, then the authors ought to have that that option to opt out, right? Just like the bands on Spotify do, mm-hmm. and the the artists on Spotify do for the music,
0: right? Right. And 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 you know, you bringing that scenario, a couple of scenarios up. How will this evolve on Spotify Premium? Yes. Yeah. So the fifty, you know, you obviously. This is probably a lead in to try to get as many ears on to Spotify premium. Then, you know, the, f- the free 15 hours probably is not a, a sustainable working. Oh, I think it should. I mean, you well, think, the, others that, I know, I, I, the others, I don't know. The others keep
1: in mind, not all the titles are available in the, in your free 15 hours. True. True. So I found something interesting. Uh one of the authors I like is John A. Uh, he writes a lot of business stuff. He wrote mm-hmm. a book called start, wrote a book called finish. Um, and I, I like his stuff. Well, I already own his print books and sometimes the ebook, but I had not purchased the audio book. So I wanted to see, he's got a book on, um, goal setting. I think it's all you need is a goal or something. I'll feel bad if I get his title wrong, but he's got a book, a new book out on goal setting for the new year. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go in and listen to that. And I'm looking at the other titles that are available from him. And some of his books are available, but not all of his books are available. So what a great way to sample an artist, mm-hmm. sample an author, and then go back and listen and pay for the privilege of listening to something else. And I'm kind of surprised that some artists, music musicians, aren't set up the same way. Like yeah. you can listen to Taylor Swift's greatest hits, but if you want to listen to all of her music, you have to buy the album.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see a rhyme or reason in reg- uh, to what books were available or not? Where they? Nah, because it was interesting. Okay. One
1: of them, I was surprised that a relatively new release, I think it was the goal setting book. Okay. Was available, even though it was a new release, but he has a book called start and finish. There's a book called start and another book called finish. Mm-hmm. And I think start was available, but finish wasn't. Hmm. So it was interesting that this older book was the newer book was, but the book in the middle was not. But I, I think that's following a similar theory theory to when Amazon Kindle has specials on books. Yeah. So there's a series of books by an author that you like, and you get an email from Amazon saying, Oh, book five in the series is on sale for a dollar okay, well, book one through four is still full price. So are you going to buy the middle of the series for the discount and not start with the first book? Right. That's a, that's a weird thing for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, time will tell. I, I think it makes sense for them to be in this space. It, it, just, so. it just depends on how they cultivate it over time. Um, I think
1: they're off to a great start, though. I think I'm so encouraged too. by making yeah. that available to, to yeah. already paying users.
0: Yeah, so I saw this uh, posted by Seth Godin, who we both love. Um, it was on LinkedIn, and, and it's um, eight max, eight marketing maxims that pretty much are truisms that you should follow religiously. I guess you could say that, or they just—they always seem to be the truth that they they they. They, they come to fruition. Uh, and I thought it would be a nice way to end our year talking about them in regards to how you market yourself, your podcast, your business, um, because uh, most of these things do hold uh, with what, however you look at, at, at what you're trying to market. Let's put it that yeah, way.
1: No matter the category. I mean, this yeah. is just. Real life, you can apply these or change a word Mm -hmm. here and there and apply it to anything you got going on with your life, whether it's marketing, whether it's podcast programming, building an audience on any platform, or just your life. So Seth always has great stuff. When you shared this article, it it seemed a a great way to end the year on it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Why don't you roll down all eight of them and let's go back and chop them up? Yeah. So number
0: one, trust is worth more than attention. Number two, helping people get to where they seek to go is more effective than hustling people to persuade them to go where you're going. That's a lot to think about. Well, get, that's a nice one to break down. We will. Number three, choose your customers. Choose your future. Four, tell 10 people. If they don't tell the others, make a better product. That hits so home run for podcasters. Five, creating the conditions for the word to spread is the job of the marketer six customer service is free seven quote you'll pay a lot but you'll get more than you paid for unquote is a useful motto and number eight act like people are watching they are i love yeah. these i yeah, these love these yeah um so number one trust is worth more than attention yeah i mean look before we dive
1: too far oh, let, oh sorry let's Go start ahead. with anybody who may or may not be seth godin fans yeah seth rarely shares anything that is 100% original, but he puts excellent spins on things that are already mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. So if you heard Brett read those eight and went, ah, I, heard, I heard that before, that's mm-hmm. not for me. He's just taking and putting another spin on it. And mm-hmm. just because you heard it somewhere else doesn't make it any less true. So right. so don't, don't take the attitude of, oh, I already knew that or I already heard that before. Ask yourself, as my friend Jeffrey Gittimer says, ask yourself, how good are you at it? Mm-hmm. So... Keep that in mind while you are reading through it. Not, I know, I already know that. Ask yourself how good you are at it. Mm-hmm,
0: so, exactly, exactly. Yeah,
1: you are number one. I'm sorry, I am sorry, to no. trust is is worth more than attention.
0: Yeah, yeah. How can you get
1: anybody's attention if nobody trusts you.
0: Exactly. Talk about a, a spinning gerbil wheel <laughs> that you are just <laughs> continually running to try to get people's attention, but that trust slows it down, and all of a sudden you are you are friends for life with trust. You well, are friends not- for life with trust.
1: Think about every ad for a car dealer you've ever seen. They're really good at getting people's attention. They shout louder than anybody. They buy more ads than anybody. But how many of them do you look at and go, oh, I, I totally trust that guy. Yes, yeah, exactly. Go, I'm going to send my <laughs> grandma to him to buy her car. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Two, helping people to get where they seek to go is more effective than hustling people to persuade them to go where you're going. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I actually just read an article that... Uh, it, it talked about this concept in different words and it was um basically every company out there has come up with their buyer persona and their new focus on quality and they're going to keep pitching you on their program their internal programs trying to get consumers to buy a car based on their 12 point inspection checklist when why don't you help the person buy a car that works at a good price? Not mm-hmm. to dwell on car dealers as much, but oh. just the first example that came to mind. Help, the, help your audience, help your customers get what they need.
0: Understand them the, just
1: going, we need to sell more of package C.
0: Right. Understand their pain point and address it and fix it. Solve their that, problems. Solve their problems. Yeah. Number three, choose your customers, choose your future. Yeah. Understand who you're marketing to, who understand the content that you're creating. Who's that? Who's the listener?
1: Who's the reader? Who's the that, listener? Who's the leader? Yeah. Who's the reader? Who's the buyer? Right. Uh, if you choose your wrong customer, you're not going to get what you want out of the project. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if right. you're choosing an audience that has no interest in the content you're producing, they're not going to listen to you. Right. Right.
0: And that leads into number four, tell 10 people. If they don't tell the others, make a better product. Yeah, produce a better show, record a better
1: episode. Yeah, you
0: know it really doesn't get much simpler than that. If if you think about it, you break it down. If if those ten people, you cannot activate those ten people to tell other people about what you just told them you're doing or creating or
1: selling, change it. Or you you jump back to three. Which did you choose the wrong customer? Yeah, did you choose the wrong listener? Right, right, exactly. Number
0: uh, five, creating the conditions for the word to spread is the job of the marketer. I'll
1: give you my take on this because I'm actually using you as my example. Okay, So you have assembled this circle of experts that you do this podcast for, and you're obviously driving the bus on this project. You're scheduling the recording sessions, you're producing Mm -hmm. them, you're publishing them. But every time you send an episode out, You email the team, you email the circle and say, hey, here are the links to the episode. Here are the graphics you can use in your post. Here's a cut and paste social post. Here's the link. Here's the page to send them to. You're creating the conditions for us to help spread the word about it. So if you're the host of a podcast, if you're producing a podcast Mm -hmm. and you want those 10 people in the tip before this to go out and tell other people, how easy are you making it? for them to tell other people. Do you have a good domain name that people can remember to share? Do you have a one-click button that they can press to share this in their social media? Mm -hmm. You're enabling them. Make it easy for them to tell a friend. Make it easy for them to share a podcast. I, I mentioned my podcast player, Pocket Cast. When I'm listening to an episode, and Brett, I'm sure, has gotten some referrals, and I'm listening to something, I can click on a button inside that Player, and I can either send him a link to the entire episode, Mm -hmm. a link to the podcast itself, or I can send him a link to the exact moment in the podcast that I'm listening to, the timestamp spot. That is creating ideal conditions for me as a user to share that with other people that I think would be interested in it. So that's what I get out of that. Max.
0: That's a much better explanation of it. Yeah. It, it, I, I mean, personally, number five was the hardest to get my head wrapped around, but you explain that very, very well that, that, because there's that it's a mixture of a lot of words there. There's like marketer conditions, word spread. <laughs> that's what well, I of mean. It's good way- no, I, I love it. Take on it.
1: I'm share it. Hey, audience. Yeah. Send us an email. Mm-hmm. Go go to go to the website and send us an email. Leave a comment mm-hmm. in a in a post. Let us yeah. know how how it affects you. How would you yeah. put that maxim into effect? Exactly. The next yeah. one I think is awesome. I love this one. Customer yeah. service is free. Yeah. Here's here's the here are a couple other truisms to go with the, mm-hmm. with that maxim. Bad yeah. customer service is free good customer service is free <laughs> there's an awful lot of people out there handing out bad customer service because yeah. it's free yeah. and they forget that good customer service is free too mm-hmm.
0: exactly exactly uh, I'm, never- I'm
1: a huge fan of uh, uh bar rescue mm-hmm. and the guy goes in to rescue these bars that are doing poorly and every single episode I've watched five seasons so far every single episode he walks into the bar and it's disgusting they didn't clean the kitchen they didn't clean the bar it's it's gross and you hear them tell the sob story about how they're so deep in debt and times have been hard and it can't get people to work and he goes yeah man I'm I'm with you that yeah my sympathy but cleaning your kitchen. Doesn't cost you anything. Why is it a mess? You don't have any business. You don't have any customers keeping you busy. Why is not your kitchen clean? Right. And you're like, how are you going to argue against that? You don't. don't. Customer service is free. It doesn't matter if you have one customer or a thousand customers, treat them right. And if you're not treating them right, there's nothing anybody can do to help you.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, Number seven, you'll pay a lot, but you'll get more than you paid for is a useful motto. That I have to write and put on my computer screen everywhere I look. Because because your prices are too high?
1: No, that's that's too high.
0: Yeah, we get beaten up all the time. Exactly. Yeah. And you it's guys like cost no. Too much. no. I get yeah. it cheaper
1: someplace else. Then go. Go do Actually, it. I just no no I, a better yeah. response though is you, we are asking you to invest. Yeah. It tells us you're serious about you. It puts a value on my time as an expert. I can only work with so many clients. Mm-hmm. I need to know you're in it too. Yes, I am asking you to pay more because you can get it, you can get everything cheaper everywhere else. You can go to a 99 cent store and still find it for free on the curb someplace. You you can always get it something free. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm asking you to pay a little more, but you're gonna get more than what you paid for. And that's the that last part I think is missing from a lot of people's response to the this costs too much, you cost too much, you're too oh, yeah. expensive line.
0: Yes, I, I think you're right. It balances that whole saying out, and you're meeting them where they are. Saying, "Yeah, I agree." Yes, but you but, do but, charge a lot. You're right, but we get results, and you're gonna and you get more of them what, what you pay for exactly. And finally, eight act like people are watching. They are. They are. Um, I, I think that is extremely important, especially if you're starting to take your, now that we're opening up even more and more uh, to be able to be in front of people, networking, um, just just rep- representing yourself as a business, as a podcast or whatever you're doing. You, uh, get used to that. You, you are who you are and you represent what you do, the trust. All the previous yeah, seven, but- the, the previous seven come into
1: play for number eight. Well, I think the act like people are watching is a, a bigger statement. I mean, think about social media and YouTube mm-hmm. and everybody's got a video camera in their pocket. And if you're misbehaving out in public, somebody's recording oh, you. They got you. And if you don't think they are, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I, because I know all of our listeners have watched a video somebody sent them about that woman in the Chipotle that threw her burrito in somebody's face about... The parents who are yanking their kids in the, in the stores, it, the people are cutting people off in traffic, uh, taking people's parking spaces or shouting them down. They are watching, so behave yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. And at this
1: time of season, Santa's watching too. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, great. You know what? If if a listener wants to get a hold of you, Don, to you know, really flesh out. Let's 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 say that they want to talk more about these eight maxims from Seth with you, because I think we really did a, a good job of talking about them. But but at the same time, how can we utilize them for our business to you know brainstorm with what you do? Uh, how can they get a hold of you well
1: they uh, the best place to reach me is at dontheideaguy.com and that's a really great idea if you if you are interested in talking about uh any one of these i'd say you could do a focused brainstorm on like how do you how do we choose the best customer to choose our best future yeah schedule a brainstorm on uh, dontheideaguy.com uh we'll meet online over a cup of coffee and get you some solid ideas on how to get the right customers for the right results that you want to have for your business. So visit me at DonTheIdeaGuy.com and I'm on all the socials too.
0: Right, Yeah. If you want to talk about podcasting and what it can do for your business in the next 12 months, give me a holler, uh, whether you're B2B or B2C, uh, we create a content marketing strategy that's going to work for you. We're going to include a lot of those maxims <laughs> that Seth just talked about as well, too. It, it, it's it's universal uh, with everything you do. And I think it's important to, to look at that what, with what you do with any content creation. So you can contact uh, Circle 270 Media at circle270media.com. Got a calendar there to book some time. Let's talk. Let's get you going. Or let's take a look at what you're already creating and you want to do better with it. There's just pieces to it or it just something's not clicking with the podcast. Well, let's do a review of it. That, that, that's a great way to start. It's not necessarily throwing out the baby with the bathwater. It could be just tweaking some things that are just not quite clicking with the podcast. And let's take a, you know, get a second pair of ears or three pair of ears.
1: We'll get Don involved.
0: reviewing your po- You know, yeah. and,
1: and Brett has... Brett's right. It's B to B, B to C. Brett has all the letters. Brett has all, Brett has all the best letters. B to B, B to C, D to C. Yep, exactly. L-M-N-O-P, XYZ, He has
0: them all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, with that note, until next time, we'll talk to you then, Don.
1: Bye.